Soloist Podcast. Your boy is back. Woo-wee! So we're going to talk about some of the reasons. This is going to be a part one. I might do a part two later. Well, I'll definitely do a part two later. But I want to get part one out as to why I left the Manosphere or Red Pill space. You know what I'm saying? And before I begin, let me just state for the record that this is not me taking shots at anybody in particular with some of the things that I'll be talking about. I'm not taking shots at anybody in particular. Um, nor am I here to create beef nor drama, right? Now, if you want to speculate on who I'm talking about, that's fine. But let me first begin by stating that, um, you know, in looking at how this year has been, right, there's been a lot of growth and not just in my personal life, but also in the cryptocurrency market. And so at the end of 2020, I basically said, yo, I'm going to be talking more about business. Like I wanted to do drop shipping, right? But then crypto was doing so well at the end of 2020 going into 2021 and it just kept doing better right especially in april and may that i was like you know what my focus needs to be in crypto right now because the way things are going the, the money that i was making i was like yo I, I need to be focused on this then of course what happened in may everything you know crypto took a big dip went from 64,000 to about you know 29,000 in the summer and then you know, now it's been going back up. As I make this video, crypto is um, at 64000 again. However, it broke its all-time high, created $68,780 a few days ago, okay? So, you know, you, you, you got to understand that, um, for me, eventually, you know, talking about a lot of these uh, things in regards to female nature, it's kind of like... I said everything that could be said about women and female nature, right? And and once again, I'm not a dating coach. You guys know my story. For those that don't, um, you know, my name is Solomon. <laughs> I uh, Between 2008 and 2012, I approached roughly over 3,000 women. Um, I've gone on hundreds of dates, a lot of rejections, things like that, right? But the last couple of years... You know, beginning 2019, September the 3rd, when I started on, on this journey that, I've, that I'm currently on still, um, you know, starting with no fapping, right? Since September 3rd of 2019, um, really, a lot of the, the content, I started to, to question the, the energy that I was putting out there, you know, because what, one thing that I, I, I started to do was once you cut off porn... It's amazing how it rein, reinvigorates you, right? Because a lot of people don't understand that porn is one of those things where, like, yeah, you're looking at w women doing all that kinky stuff. But also, for some people, and I'm not projecting, but let me speak for myself, the reality of women became kind of warped because you start looking at women the same way it is in pornography. You start to look at women as objects instead of as human beings, you know? And so that was the nofap journey has been the best journey that I've, you know, 
started in my life, the best thing that I could have did. And then, of course, there were stints of where, you know, not only did I do no fat, but I also did semen retention at times. And you know what, what the crazy part is? When you approach 90 days of semen retention, it's like you're Superman, bro. Like, I, I can't describe it to you. You would have to experience it yourself because I know a lot of people think, oh, he's capping, man. He's capping. You got to do it yourself, bro. But if you go 90 days in, your energy goes up crazy. You have more motivation, more enthusiasm about life. Um, your perception, how you perceive information even changes. And I kid you not, it's like women can pick up on the vibes. You know, you know how they say women can pick up on pheromones? I think that in a in a in a, on a level, right, that 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 on a subconscious level, women can maybe even pick up on a man that has high testosterone, you know? But when I went on these stints, all of a sudden it's like, yo, how my dealings were with women was completely different. Just going on a lot of dates, doing different things, all of that, right? Now, 2019 January, I was I was on top of the world. I mean, I was making a lot of good money on YouTube. My channel was popping, a lot of views, right? I was averaging what thirty to fifty thousand views a day. My channel was popping. I was on top of the world, and then March, skirt. All of a sudden, YouTube decides to change the algorithm and a bunch of channels were affected, mine included. Now, what I found out, and shout out to some black guy, he's a YouTuber too, he's a big uh, conservative type YouTuber, he, he talks more about politics and current events. You know, he had the same issue and his channel is and was and is and still is bigger than mine, but he stopped getting views too. And what he found out was that if your videos keep getting flagged under the yellow review, then it, it, it basically puts you on a YouTube's bad list and you, the algorithm then doesn't push your videos as much. Because if you look at my content, 2018, I had a, I had a monster year. 2018 was, you know, to me, was arguably my best year numbers-wise. But 2019... Personally, I felt content-wise was my best year. 2019 was when, you know, I started Solo's Couch. I mean, I, I was doing interviews in 2018, but 2019 was when, you know, when I interviewed Kiana and her friends, you know, those fly girls in Uptown. I interviewed Kiana on the couch, other girls. Like, 2019, I really felt like content-wise, I was at my best because I gave y'all so many different looks. You know, I would interview girls. I talked about crypto, um, reaction videos, ju Jubilee vi videos, um, other type of videos, spiritual videos, right? So so 2019, I really was in my bag as a content creator. Even prank videos. I even did a couple prank videos. I even did a couple prank videos because, you know, me, I'm never afraid to try something different or something new. So 2019, I felt like I was really in my bag. And the views weren't reflecting that. I was going from 30 to 50,000 views a week to now I'm going to five to 10,000 views a week. And that really, that caused a lot of resentment in me, right? That I was, I became very resentful because my channel really was about to take the F off. 
And then all of a sudden, the like somebody slammed the brakes, and I knew like it wasn't because of my content at the time, because my my content was even more fire in 2019 than 2018, because I created a new wave that a lot of these YouTubers took. And I know Pio solo sounded petty, but nobody was really doing reaction videos when it came to female nature content until I started it with Jubilee and some of these other content. Right, that's really what blew my channel up. Let's let's keep it a hundred. And now everybody's doing reaction videos, of course. And I'm not hating on them. More salute to them. But 2020 came, and 2020 was when COVID happened. And of course, my channel was basically on life support. Now I'm, I'm gonna keep it real. The only thing 2020, though, surprisingly, I. I made almost as much money as I did in 2019, which kind of shocked me. But then I thought about it, and really, the thing that kept my channel going was this beef that I had with, with Janae. You already know her, you know. But it came out of price. It came out of price. After that beef, basically, um, my credibility was down to shreds. Let's keep it a buck. Uh, it wasn't a good look, period. But you got to, you know, for people, you got to get into my psyche like that, that whole situation. And I'm, I'm over it now. So I don't even want to bring like bring up old shit. But that whole situation, I felt like, yo, it was a setup. You know what I'm saying? It was a setup. And I felt that, you know, it, it, it could have been handled and it should have been handled differently. Not just on my side, but in everybody involved. You know what I'm saying? In regards that Janae was showing favor, being shown favoritism on one MT's platform, so I felt like it should have been handled better, because I felt like yo I wasn't getting the respect that I deserved, you know what I'm saying? And so 2020 basically was um, as a content creator, even though like yo I had way less views than I did in 2019 and 2018, I still made the same money as I did in 2019, right? However, 2020, I, I was I was burned out, man. Let's let's keep it a buck. I was burned out. Um, I was burned out, and my behavior was a little bit erratic, and and whatnot because I was burned out. And COVID had just happened. I just got out, and I'm not making excuses. I'm just telling you what my psyche was, so that way you understand why I I did some of the things that I did. Right. But I was just I was just burnt out. I was burnt out. Um, a relationship just ended. So I was angry about that. <laughs> Definitely. You know, I was burnt out. I was uh, sick and tired of, of these mandates of being home. So, you know, what I was doing is 2020 at the end, I was just traveling. You know, I was going to Arizona. Shout out to Goofy Tubers, man. Goofy's a real dude, bro. Always showed me love. I got to shout the young man out. Salute to Goofy Tubes. You know, I went to Miami, did my first interview with Fresh and Fit before they blew up, right? So that's that that that's what that was. Now, 2021, I, I realized like, yo, you know, not only am I getting way less views, but what happened is, and, and the reality hit me because it was finally broken down to me, is that people move on. You know, there's always going to be like in, in the YouTube space, somebody else who's going to be hot. 
And they may be hot for the moment, but that's their moment. And you may cool off. And the thing about YouTube is not necessarily being hot for one year or being hot for six months. The thing about YouTube is you want to be consistent where you find like a base level that that is at a high rate in regards to, you know, your views and engagement and all that. And where people are, are clamoring to it, right, to your content. But at that point, my, you know, even at 2020, like, like I said, the last two years has been an evolution. Things were starting to change for me, how I viewed things, how I, I viewed um, relationships, how I viewed women, female nature, things like that. And even though 2020, numbers-wise in regards to views and engagement, my numbers were down, even though income-wise it went up, um, a lot of stuff that I did, I got to be real, it didn't sit right in my spirit, even content-wise. Because now, when you, going into this, I realized, yo, like, I remember one video, for example, somebody left a crazy comment, bro, talking about... You know, I did an interview. I think it was with Jazz or... Yeah, I think it was with Jazz. And somebody left a comment wishing death upon Jazz or some crazy shit like that. Hoping she would die or some shit. And I was thinking to myself, whoa. Like, what, what type of energy am I putting out there? Because anybody who knows me... Like, ask anybody who knows me. Like, my day ones before YouTube. Right? I'm talking about before YouTube. Like, ask anybody who knows me. I don't hate women, not at all, but I, but I don't think that women are above reproach, right? Because the dating market is a, is, is a, is a, is a, is a shit show. Let's be honest. It is a, it's a shit show. Even, even in my city. And I, and, and I, I know like, I, listen, I got some stories I might share in the future because, you know, although I didn't quote unquote date much, I still have a lot of stories with different women. Some of these stories are crazy. That's facts. But I realized, like, what type of energy is being put out there? So when 2021 came, what I did at the end of 20, December, I started working on my crypto course because I already had my mind made up that, yo, I'm doing the transition. So regardless of what was going to happen, I already was preparing myself to do the transition that um, before 2021 is up, I, I would be fully doing co uh, crypto content, uh, for the most part, 90%. And then the other 10% is going to be maybe like a vlog or an interview part here and there. You know what I'm saying? So the end of 2020, and the reason I'm explaining all this is because, once again, we got to get to why I am where I am today. So just for me to kind of gloss over it, I, I got to give you all the real. This is why I have the podcast. That's facts. You know? So 2020, I started working on the crypto course, you know, and what cemented it for me was going to Austin to see Ian Bellina. Shout out to him. As you know, I knew Ian before he became, you know, famous. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I mean, Ian is a crypto celebrity, but respect to him. I mean, he's been in Forbes magazine multiple times. He's been on, you know, Fox News, CNBC, NBC. So I knew Ian before that, before all of that. That's facts, right? And me and Ian and uh, this, uh, forgot his name, but he's a he's a, a, a singer. Forgot from which country. But he's a he's verified on Instagram. Salute to him. 
Yeah, I mean that that's that's always the dope part, right? When you hang around niggas that are verified. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but we went we were at the steakhouse. This was my birthday in January, right? Went to Austin. And we just having a good time. And Ian was breaking down to me what was gonna happen in the crypto market. And he's like, Yo, man, it's gonna be you're gonna be a millionaire, bro. By the end of, you know, before 2021 is up, man, and I'm, I'm, I'm going to be a billionaire, blah, blah, blah. And I was looking at Ian, like real talk. I was looking at him like he was crazy. I'm like, what is he talking about? But what Ian was talking about is something that I didn't understand at the time. I, I would get it later, like six months down the road in July, right? So, uh, you know, I didn't know what he was talking about. Millionaires, billionaires. Well, fast forward. If you've been paying attention to the crypto market, you see the rise of the meme coins, right? And it's not a secret. I, I got into Shiba Inu back in April, uh, literally, while it, right before it had its big pump in, in May. Um, you know, got into some other coins too, like Satama. I got into Empire when it was less than half a penny, right? And so it made sense then. But going on that trip... To see how, you know, somebody that you knew before they became as successful as he, Ian is really inspired me, motivated me. So I started to grind and basically I, I knocked out that course. Right. And so even then, at, at the beginning of 2021, you saw me talk more about crypto, more crypto content, because I knew crypto 2021 this year would be huge, would be big. Right. And then eventually I understood what Ian was talking about to me back in January, I didn't understand it until July about where the market was going and why he was so bullish on Ethereum. And when you look at the use cases now of Ethereum, right, how it, um, you know, how Ethereum fees us freaking crazy high and how Ethereum just has kind of like blown up and, and really did well, even at times when Bitcoin wasn't doing well. And I think Ethereum's price is suppressed, but I'll definitely address that and another podcast, uh, you know, when July hit, I, I had made up in my mind that in August, I would be all in crypto, all in crypto. So what happened was I made about 90% of my old videos private. That's 23 million views, guys, 23 million views. And on most of those videos, they're monetized, right? So that's, that's a lot of... Because, you know, on YouTube, for those that don't know, you get residual income on videos if they're still getting views. I'm talking about some videos I got that had millions of views. I made them private or I deleted them. Right. And people, would, somebody asked me in a comment, is like, yo, why would you delete the videos if you're still making money off of it? And the reason why is because that's a great question. And this is why I had to give you guys the backstory. Because now... A lot of the, the things that I thought when I was making a lot of that content, I don't believe in it anymore. I don't believe, and it's not everything, right? But I think the biggest one is, is that for me, the biggest one is the, the cognitive dissonance in some people that are in the audience. And I know some people are going to take this personally, but me... Let me just keep it a hundred. One of the things that 
I think every man should aspire to is to be their best self, to be their best version, right? Like, if you look at where I was at this year compared to last year, you know what I'm saying? I'm 60 pounds down. Now, granted, I'm not skinny or uh, where I want to be yet, but I'm 60 pounds down from last year, you know? Um, Last year, I wasn't watching... I wasn't exercising as much as I'm exercising now. Um, I wasn't. I wasn't taking care of myself. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I, I was, you know, drinking a lot. That's facts. You know, and and so one of the things that I think is important is as a man, you you have to aspire to be your best self. You know, whether it's physically, financially, mentally, and definitely spiritually. You know, and so the thing that the when I talk about cognitive dissonance is is kind of like yo, what what are men doing to make their situation better? Because if we're just complaining about women all the time, then 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 the men we're no different than the feminists that we we complain about. You know the the wave three generation three or four feminists we're no different, right? And I started to notice that when, when comments were, and this wasn't just one comment, but when, when I leave interviews and, 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 and there's comments about wishing death upon the women in it that, that I'm interviewing and calling her a bunch of names, this and that, okay, if you don't rock with the woman that I interview, fine, I get it. However, if you say comments about wishing death on somebody and this girl is a whore or this and that, not only are you disrespecting the woman, but you're disrespecting my platform, my space. And these are women that I know in real life. Like some of these women, I'm I'm cool talking terms with. Some women I interview and I never interview them again. That's truth, you know. But I start to notice, and then I start to notice another thing is like there's certain people that content creators they make the same content over again, over again, the same type of content. There's no evolution of content. It's just the same content. It's just the same thing. Somebody says something, and another guy just takes what the other guy says, recycles it. And, and this is one of the reasons why, and this ties in with one of the reasons why I, I, I'm so adamant about getting, at the time, right, at the time, getting all my props and credit, because so many people had taken so much from me, bruh. You guys got to remember, I've been doing this even before YouTube, when I had my blog out in 2010, right? So you, you got to understand how frustrating it is if somebody takes a joke of yours and then they repeat it on their channel where they have three, four times as many more followers as you. But then people come from that person's channel to yours and say that you're stealing from them when you set the joke first, you know. And so there's a lot of that. There's a lot of content creators who are, who are not original. They're one trick ponies. All they talk about is the same thing. Divorce, divorce, divorce. Women this, women that, and they steal people's jokes. A lot of these cats have stolen my jokes. That's facts. You know, people trying to make fun of the pod thing, right? But yet, if you look at some of these guys, when when these guys I ask, yo, who's your favorite YouTuber? My name comes up. Why? Because they steadied me. They steadied me. And people say, yo, you sound arrogant. No, I'm, I'm bringing up facts. I'm bringing up facts. Because a lot of, a lot of these cats, before they blew up, they had to basically get my cosign. 
And it's funny because a lot of new, like people who just started watching me maybe a year ago or two years ago even, they don't know that, right? They don't know the, the, the type of clout that I had in the space. So it, it, it's funny that it shocks people when they see me next to All Urban Central and AMS. But to me, that's not a big deal because if people understood like how big I was, then they would be like, okay, that makes sense. And people who remember how big I was, they know like, okay, you know what I'm saying? And I'm not here to gas myself up or anything like that. I know people, oh, he's always bragging. <laughs> but I just wanted to say like, you know, it's 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 just there's no evolution, and and as I said, it, it ties into me being burned out. But then you're reading comments like that, and now my experiences are, are changing with women, right? Because now you're putting yourself in a in a different position with women, where you're not just meeting that club dot. You know what I'm saying? Because listen, we can all listen. We all have stories about club dots. We all have anybody can, but now. Let's say you mean different women. You're meeting women of, of, of um, quality, right? And now your mindset is starting to change because now, now you're around successful people that are really living that life that people claim that they live, that alpha life or high-value life, whatever you want to call it, whatever you want to call it. And then you start to realize that a lot of stuff that we that was talked about in the space is too black and white and i've always been very um i've always been as objective as possible because my information is based on reality is based on my experiences if what i see my dating experiences my my friends etc right but the reality is, is that a lot of these guys that claim to be winning, they're not, when I met some of them, that, that, that wasn't the case. Like you, people forget, like I actually hung around some of these guys, you feel me? And so it, it's kind of like, yo, dudes talking about, they smashing eights, nines and tens, but they girl is like a Minnesota six. You, you, you feel me? Dudes talking all this, like. Yo, I'm super red pill, I'm super mid-tow shit. But they're the biggest tricks. And so it's kind of like a lot of a lot of this stuff, certain people and certain things, it just, it just didn't add up. And it makes sense because, you know, when they got on, on the camera, they, they were being a character. They were being a character. They were, that's not who they really are. Me, the reason why I... Who I am is who I am. Now, I'm not always loud and rah, rah, rah. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm actually a very chill guy, <laughs> you know? And COVID has made me even more chill, actually. Only time I'm rah, rah, rah is when I'm, you know, when the camera's on. Well, not when the camera's on, but with friends or, you know, all of that. But so at the end of the day, I think that that, you know, the, the cognitive dissonance of the audience, right? Where the content creators can just get away with anything. And listen, I'm not going to be a hypocrite. I got away with a lot of stuff too. But I've always been objective as possible. You feel me? And my content was never to bash women per se. My content was to critique modern women's behavior. But eventually, you got to look at it like this. 
you gotta look at it like this what is the end game what is the end goal and i really have to think about that and 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 the reality is i realized for a lot of my peers the end goal was just to make money it didn't matter if they lived what they talked about or not they as long as they were making money or they make money that's the end goal and i realized to me uh, that's fraudulent i couldn't i can't be like that that's not who i am because i do things with authenticity if i'm not in it like if my heart isn't in it then i can't do it you know i, I mean other content creators say hey why don't you move to you know doing gossipy type news and and popular stuff and and i told the particular content creator who i'm, I'm cool with i'm like i can't do it cuz if my heart ain't in it then i can't do it and he understood, you know. And so for me, the biggest thing is that, and once again, I'm not here to diss anybody. And I know people are going, oh, you're dissing people. But what I'm saying is, is like my thought process has evolved. You know what I'm saying? Even when I was in the relationship with my ex, like I had to learn, I learned a few things about myself as well as about relationships, even though we didn't date for that long. Our relationship was short as hell. Like that's facts. But I realized for me to change and to get to that next level that I wanted to get to, I had to change who I was now. And I had to change a lot of this bitterness and resentment and all of that. So who cares if people aren't giving you your props? And who cares if, you know, uh, people just don't want to give you accolades? You know what? Fine. At the end of the day, you, you do you and you let the content speak for itself. You know, <laughs> you know, you let the content speak for itself. And so fast forward, views are still declining for my channel. Nothing is working. But in April. Right. And and this is something that I, that, that I didn't even share in April. Uh, a buddy of mine died. And uh, that hit me hard. This is a guy, this is a guy who was in better shape than me. He was built like an ox. Guy was like 6'3", buff, but he died. He died from drinking alcohol every day and, and smoking weed. And I guess he had a health condition that didn't, you know, help. And that, that, that shook me, guys, because he, he was younger than me. He was 33. That shook me. So, you know, I really started taking my health more, more, more seriously, right? And, and granted, I still have ways to go, but, you know, I'm, I'm working on losing the weight. You know what I'm saying? And so, fast, when that shook me, I took the fit, fitness journey more seriously. Um, and, uh, you know, the weight started to come off and... Really, my mindset started to change because over the summer, it was just me really rediscovering who I was, you know, in regards to what I'm passionate about and, and just getting in touch with my masculine side, but in a healthy way, you know. And so I realized, like, fast forward, then, you know, August, I made all my videos private. And I realized I was trying, I still made a, uh, you know, a couple videos regarding female nature, but in October, it kind of just, I just stopped. I just stopped because to be honest, my heart wasn't in it anymore. Like, like for me to be real, my heart just wasn't in it anymore. 
making videos like that. Because at, at this point, you have to understand, like, my, my train of thought is so different. You, 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 got, you got to understand. Have you ever noticed that guys who are very successful with women seldom complain about them? Have you noticed that? I mean, yeah, they, they got their issues with women too, right? They got their issues. Yeah, they, they, they get flaked on as well. They do, right? But guys that are, are, are successful with women seldom complain about them. Now, you may have a loser who might complain about women and, and call them a bunch of hoes and bitches to their face at a club when he's drunk. But, you know, that's, that's, that's just a weirdo. That's not the, 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 the normal situation. That's just a, a sucker who got some money, right? Because, see, what, what's happening now is everybody in the manosphere is thinking that money is going to be the, the equalizer to getting women that you want. And here's the thing. If you still are a sucker when you were broke, then you're going to be a sucker with money. Because I know guys that got money, but let them get rejected by a woman and they start talking about lawsuits and if you hit me and, and just some weirdo shit. So, you, know, <laughs> you know, just weirdos. You know, and, and me, I don't hang around weirdos. I don't care how much money a nigga got. I don't, like, like, that's weirdo shit. I don't hang around weirdos like that, bruh. Like, Niggas getting angry, wanting to fight women because they this, you know. But but really, this is what has happened now is everybody's thinking like, yo, if I become a quote-unquote high-value man, and let's keep it a buck, a high-earning man, it's going to fix all my problems with women. Like, bro, if you don't have a personality, if you're not charismatic, if you're not engaging, if you're not funny, if you don't know how to communicate, and if you're not in decent shape, Money is not going to save you. I mean, yeah, you might get a gold digger or something, but money's not really going to save you. Like, that's the thing that people don't understand is like money. A lot of women ain't into money like that. Now, I get it. There's certain guys that you may live in L.A., New York, Miami, or one of these places where money is the be all end all in a materialistic place. That's different. But for for most people, like. You know, you always hear stories about the guy that doesn't have money pulling the baddie, right? Or the guy that doesn't have a lot of money. Matter of fact, I was pulling hotter chicks and more chicks when I was broke. Like, broke, broke. You know what I'm saying? Facts. I mean, I mean, I'm, I wouldn't say I'm broke now, but I'm just saying, like, facts, you know? And, and so the reality is, is that, getting back on topic, um, now the space... Is kind of turning into something where men are living through content creators to to have their disdain of women being voice. And me personally, like I'm 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 the type of dude that while I think that there's a lot of merit to what we're saying, there's a lot of merit to what we're saying. I'm not I'm not taking away from that. And what I'm saying is we when I say we. I'm talking about even when I was in it, right? But the issue is, is that are you aware as a content creator of how your audience is receiving and perceiving the information that you're giving them? Because you can make it, you can say five times in a video, I don't hate women, I love women, this and that. That's one of the reasons why I started doing that shit. I love women, I love women, I love women. Because I'm thinking to myself, is the audience receiving this information properly? 
Because let's be real. Sometimes you're always going to have a dumb motherfucker listening to this shit. Excuse my language. But sometimes you're going to have a certain person listen to it. And then they're going to try to besmirch or twist your words. Right? So, like, like I said, all my videos on October, I made 95% of my videos private or I deleted old videos, right? I've kept up some old videos for reference that I've like reference videos that are clips or something like that. And um, I did that because, you know, at the end of the day, for me personally, I can't stand for an ideology where you have men that preach the ideology, but then they don't follow the ideology. They don't live it. To me, that's hypocrisy. It's hypocrisy. And while the ideology has a lot of merit in the manosphere, right? Even though it's different ideologies, let's keep it real, right? Um, there, there's no progression or growth. And it's kind of like, yeah, we talk about self-improvement, but it's kind of like when you look at the numbers, and this is why I have to blame the, the viewer, right? When you look at the numbers, what, what videos are the viewers watching the most? And see, at first I was like, yo, I'm, I can't blame the content creators. I get it. Cats got to eat. But I'm going to keep it real with you. My YouTube income has dropped significantly. Significantly. It's to a point I don't even check my analytics anymore. And I'm, I'm fine with that. Because I realize the space that I'm in right now, talking about just crypto, the greatest wealth transfer that's about to happen. I've made more money in a month off of crypto than I, I made in a year on YouTube, let that sink in. Mmm. Mmm. You know what I'm saying? This is the greatest wealth transfer that's about to happen. And your favorite content creators in the manosphere, and once again, I'm not taking shots. I'm, I'm still cool with a lot of guys. Let me emphasize that. But some guys are suckers. Let's keep it a buck. But they're talking about feminism for the 500th time and Kim Kardashian. It's like, okay. But we have the greatest wealth transfer that's happening right now. You feel me? Bitcoin was at 25000 at the end of December 31st. Now it's at sixty four. And who's to blame is the content creator and as well as the audience members. Because the audience, and it's not even about crypto. Look, I don't care if you're into stocks, gold and silver. Look at what's going on right now look at what's going on in this world is this really the time to be focused on women when we have a food shortage coming something i've been talking about for a year that's facts we have a, a supply chain shortage issue the, we we have a, a clown running our president uh, as a president the, the sleepy joe character we have people leaving their jobs in droves we have a a, a mandate that is unconstitutional against human rights that is being pushed on people. Is this the time to be really worried about women? And it's kind of like, as long as, you know, and, and you got, you got to realize, look, you can lead a horse to water, right? You can't make a horse drink it. And so for me personally, it got to a point where it's just like, yo, like you guys see what's going on in this world. And then when I pointed this out, 
you had content creators bashing me. This one freaking clown who stole a lot of my flow. The only reason he's blown up is because he steals from everybody. And if you talk f- to people behind the scenes, nobody, like the real brothers, we don't rock with him. Because, you know, he sold out. That's facts. But he told me to be quiet and not talk about crypto. And I, I lit his ass up. And I know he, he heard it. Because he, he listened to, he probably listened to right now. Because he likes to steal from people, especially from me. I lit his ass the fuck up. And by the way, when I say other content creators don't like him, I'm not just talking about one or two. There's multiple content creators that hit me up like, yo, this nigga be stole from me. But so, so I know I wasn't bugging when I said that. But when the content creator said that, I was like, word? Lit him up. Brody, I made more money in one month off crypto than I made a whole year in YouTube. What are you talking about? And if you really were, if you were really doing the work, like the way I'm doing it, or even better, and I'm not saying you got to do it like me, but you probably would make more money in one month doing crypto too than YouTube. But here's the thing. I realize, because you got to understand, once again, it's a, an ideology of men who don't practice what they preach. They may sound the part, they may have all the talking points down, but behind the scenes, they're not doing what they're talking about. They're tricking they're tricking on hoes. That's facts. These niggas be tricking. That's facts. These niggas talk about they got bad bitches. They, they, they bitches look like war pigs. Like, 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 come on, bruh. Stop the cap. Stop the cap. You feel me? And so, so for me personally, and so that, that's like, like I said, I mean, I, I, I don't want to be part of an ideology where, Men think it's, 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 it, it, people think it's masculine to just talk about women all the time. It's crazy. Especially when your favorite content creators behind the scenes, they're not even living the life that they're talking about because it's just under the guise of entertainment. But some of these people take it for real, you know? And so for me personally, um, being in crypto, guys, like I said, August, I made. 90% of my videos private. Then I made um, 5% more. There's a couple of videos. The only videos I got up are either crypto, my motivational content, or the um, closed case. And I like doing the podcast. Shout out to Ike, uh, Chantel, Dr. Thunder, and Ramil. I like doing that closed case once a week where, where we touch on modern issues and stuff like that because it's a mature group that are doing it. It's not a group doing it because we're trying to get clicks and views. It's a very, it's a, we have very grown conversations about some serious topics. And, and um, I appreciate the synergy, you know, it's dope. But, you know, crypto, uh, you know, right now as I'm doing this podcast, is November 12th. And I might do part two, three months from now. And then I'll tell you how, what has changed in three months for me and what hasn't. But I, I guarantee you three months from now, my life is going to be way different than it is now. And maybe then, then it was back in July, back in April, back in 2020, back in 2019, way different. But it's an evolution of growth. And, and the way I look at it is you're not going to grow if you're stuck in the same place. Some content creators, are, like I said, are one-trick ponies. They're just talking about the same thing, same thing. And because of their lack of evolution, that's why their views have dropped. And they don't even realize that because there's always going to be somebody hotter and better than them. 
And for me right now, my channel is actually, even though my views have gone down drastically since I start talking about crypto, I'm starting to see growth again, right? My Patreon has been growing like crazy. Salute to the Patreon gang. Now, I mean, we've got over 35 Patreon new people in a month. In a month, right? Salute to the Patreon gang. Um, also, my subscribers are starting to grow again. And so you, you got to realize for me personally, so just to recap, the main reason I left the space is number one, I got burned out talking about women. That's facts. That's the main reason. I got burned out. There's not anything else because you got to understand, like when you delve into that content, it does affect you. It affects your dating life. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It does. Because women, if a woman's around me, she has no choice but to eventually find out what I do. And then you have arguments about your philosophy, your ideology, right? But then also, number two, my ideology and philosophy changed. Not just about women, but about life. It started to change. And I, I have the most high, Jesus Christ, God, to thank for that. I got to thank him for that. That's facts. All credit due to God for waking me up. Facts. Um, number three, recap, crypto has i'm more passionate about that content now so the transition was easy i mean i've been talking about crypto since 2017 but to to make that transition full time it's just been easier right that's facts um and then number four the the hypocrisy and cognitive dissonance the hypocrisy of content creators who say say don't get married don't simp don't trick but then they do the opposite behind the scenes and the cognitive dissonance of audience who want bad chicks or, or want women to be fit and look a certain way. But then these guys in the audience, they, they, they're not fit. They're not doing what, what, you know, they're not self-improving, basically. You feel me? That's cognitive dissonance, bro. Facts. So this is part one. You feel me? And um, I'll, I'm, I'll, yeah, I mean, I'm not going to post this as a video. Like I said, this is this is on my podcast. If people have a problem with this, if they want the if they want if they want to bring me the smoke, so be it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because at the end of the do, the day, people know I'm telling the truth. A lot of these guys out there, they're guys that are legit. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying all of these guys. They're guys that are very legit. They're guys that are super legit. You know what I'm saying? But there are also a lot of guys that that ain't legit, right? But for me personally, um, I'm excited to start this ever-evolving or continuing this evolving journey in my life. And I think for me, mentally, I'm in a, I'm in a way I'm better place than I was a year ago, definitely. Because I'm, I've taken the steps and I am taking the steps to continuously to improve mentally, physically, spiritually, and definitely financially. Yes, sir. You know? And yeah, man, it's crypto gang for life now, bro. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's all I got to say. Like, like crypto is going to take, take me places. It's going to take my audience to places that I actually involve that the manosphere and the red pill space never could. And that's facts. And I'm out. Peace.